Hello and welcome everyone to episode one of the Helmet to Helmet podcast. I'm Jack Sheldon, here with Jack Thompson and Charlie Mack. Say hi boys. Yo, what's up? Hello, how are we all? And what a day to do episode one, lads. We've got Super Bowl 55 in the books. Tom Brady's the goat goat. The books are champs. Let's get into it. Right, so we'll set the scene. Will Brady win his seventh Super Bowl? First with the Bucks and the first Bucks Super Bowl in 18 years. Or will Kansas City go back to back and be the first team to do so since the 04 05 Pats? Let's break it down. Let's do it. Right then, lads, we'll look at our, uh, our predictions. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, Jack's the only one that can be uh, happy this morning. Yeah, man. So let's have a, let's have a look at. Uh... At our prediction. So I had a blowout for uh, the Chiefs. I thought the game was going to be dominated by uh, Brady Picks and a Patrick Mahomes Masterclass. How wrong I was. Right. I had I had the Chiefs as well, 34 24. Thought it would be a bit closer. Um, I just didn't see a way that Tampa Bay could stop the Chiefs, to be honest, in, in the passing game, stop people like Kelsey and Hill. And uh, I had 24 27 to the books, uh, the books to win. I thought that um, the defence would get the job done for Tampa Bay. If you eliminate Hill and Kelsey, you're taking a lot away from that offence that Kansas City use. Um, I didn't think the running uh, game would be as strong as it was. Um, and I sort of just put it into Tom Brady's hands to get the job done. And he ended up doing so, which uh, worked in my favour. Absolutely, yeah. Um, right then, should we, uh, should we break down the, uh, the first, first quarter? Yeah, man, let's do it. Yeah, I think so. Let's get into it. So, uh, so uh, I noticed that um, the defence has been doing what Sheldon and I have been asking them to do all year with these elite wide receivers and doubling Hill and Kelsey. Yeah. Um, I don't know why people haven't been doing it sooner, <laughs> but one catch in the first quarter for Kelsey, none for Hill. Game plan clear as yeah. day from the beginning. Yeah, um, I think the most notable thing was that Brady warmed up a lot quicker in this game and got himself on the scoreboard a lot quicker. Um, I think this is the first time in his Super Bowl era um, in regards to Tom Brady that he scored a touchdown in the first quarter. Um, obviously, he had the Brady to Gronk touchdown on the fifth drive of the game. Um, I think that's just massive for Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's a mad start. Yeah, defences defenses were on top early. Both teams were creating pressure by running stunts or, or blitzes. Um, Mahomes was using his legs to get out of trouble early, Yeah, but didn't really carry on. I mean, the first quarter, he was two for eight for nine yards, which for Mahomes, isn't it? And obviously, uh, obviously Brady to Gronk for the touchdown. Uh, and obviously, Gronk was then the first player ever to catch a pass in five different Super Bowls. Keeping in mind, this guy was retired last year. Really? Great. Yeah, that's a yeah. cool start. I like that. Yeah, um, I think just the warm-up, how quickly they got onto the scoreboard. Um, each, Yeah, like you said, each defensive side of the ball held each other off pretty well in the first quarter, I thought. Um, took till the last drive of the first quarter to put up a touchdown, um, which is obviously a good start to the game. I didn't think it would... Um, be like that, I thought it was going to be a shootout, at least a touchdown each in the first quarter, but is what it is. I think everybody yeah. was expecting a, a a big high-scoring game, but it was actually the opposite, you know, um, both defences tight and 
you know, both had clear plans to try and get pressure. Um, and Tampa brought the pressure with four. And, you know, Shaq Barrett and Pierre Paul really disrupted throughout the whole game. And, um, you know, when, when you're missing both tackles and you've got backups, it's always going to be difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it looked like it was going to go um, the other way in regards to Kansas City's defence. Um, Frank Clark with the first sack on the third drive. I think that woke up Tampa Bay's offensive line a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, I think Brady probably gave him a bit of a talking to after that one. Yeah. Um, should be no reason why Casey were getting pressure on, on Brady with four. I think they started early with Jones as well, getting some pressure up the middle. Yeah. But Brady, as soon as he saw that kind of mid-second quarter, he'd seen it a few times. He just started getting the ball out so quick with screens, passes to tight ends. And from there, really, I don't think they, they Kansas City could really hold him. And that's obviously without all the penalties that we'll get on to in a minute. Yeah. What do you think about the second quarter then, Charlie? Start with you. Um, you know, started with a great goal line stand by the Chiefs. Um, I thought that was going to be a bit of a turning point for them. I thought, you know... I don't think there's ever been a 99-yard drive in the Super Bowl, and I thought if anybody's good enough to do it, it's going to be uh, Patrick Mahomes. But it wasn't to be, you know, as we've already reiterated that Mahomes has had no time to throw the ball, and he he couldn't get it out to his uh, his main men in Kelsey and Hill. So, but you, Jack? Yeah, um, I'm going to go to the return before the um, stop at the one-yard line. Kansas City return it to the 41-yard line. You can't not score on a um, on a field that short. If you've got a sixty yard field, you should be putting up points. You shouldn't be punting um, the ball at that point. And obviously, Tampa Bay's defense managed to hold them to a point uh, to a punt. And then, like you said, Charlie, you go on to the stop at the one yard line. You need to do something with that. You've stopped Tampa Bay scoring. You need to put something up. Obviously, they didn't. Tampa Bay got the stop again and then you had that horrible punt um, <laughs> for 29 yards on the eighth drive I think it was um, the, the mental mistakes at this point were just quite obvious especially from yeah. the punter at this point it was yeah not great yeah I mean obviously the, the goal line stand was a big standout in the second quarter Tampa Bay put Vita Vea in on fourth and one he's a 346 pound defensive tackle that they put in at fullback like how were you them, the Chiefs managed to do it. Yeah. Um, obviously, after that though, the the mental mistakes and the twenty nine yard punt, as we said, I, I had to Google the rookie punter's name for Kansas City because he's got such long hair you can't see his name <laughs> on the back of his shirt. So yeah. there you are. Um, so it's Townsend, the rookie, and to be honest with you, he had I think I've got the stats here. So he's had, he had three punts uh, total in the game. Obviously, late on they just weren't punting; they had to catch up. So they had three punts. 107-yard total, that's an average of 35.7 yards per And that's punt. a good point you make there because um, I think that was kind of a, the snowball effect for for the Chiefs. They, they looked like they are overwhelmed by, you know, the situation they were in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, later on in the second quarter, there was a, a, a pick by Tyron Matthew, but it was, it was brought back because of a penalty. And that kind of was, um, kind of was the storyline to the game in the end, you know. Chiefs just giving up far too many penalties and you, know, you can't yeah. do that against a GOAT. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree, mate. Um, after the bad punt, it just seemed like they got in their own heads. The drive after that, there was an interception that was flagged. Tampa Bay attempted a field goal on the same drive. It got brought back because of a Kansas City offside penalty, which gave Tampa Bay the first down. 
mental mistakes everywhere, just giving first downs in a game where you just cannot afford to give Tom Brady the ball for more than what you should have the ball. And and that also led to a touchdown to Gronk as well for his second. So, you know, they put their game points off these mistakes as well, which is just not what you need. I think in, in the second quarter as well, Tampa got that run game going. They had their two-headed monster, two big physical backs of Jones and Fournette started really pounding the rock down yeah. Kansas City's throat and they just couldn't they couldn't stop him at that point. And the penalties, 15 yards here, unsportsmanlike conducts there, it was just, it was crazy. And then obviously at the end of the, of the first half, Kansas City got their field goal with 101 left, I think, on the clock at that point. Tampa Bay had one timeout left and 101. Yeah. The Goats got the ball. Yeah. So Kansas City start using their timeouts on a third and two, saving time for Tampa Bay at that point. They yeah. get the first down. Tampa Bay score with... Uh, probably about eight seconds left on the clock, but they got saved that time by Kansas City. Yeah. I think obviously Kansas City made the right call, calling the timeout, but it just at the end of this first half was anything Kansas City could do to try and stop them. They did it just wrong. Evaporated. <laughs> yeah, evaporated in front of them. Yeah. I think adding to what you just said about um, Jones, I think he played such a good rotational role with Fournette. Uh, running the ball the whole game, just moving the chains, giving Fournette a chance to breathe and just establishing such a solid run game. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll address it more in a little bit, but I've got the stats. Um, I think it's the third quarter. There was like 100, oh, here we go, 195 passing yards and 128 rushing yards. Um, that's at drive 18 in the fourth quarter. You can't stop an offense that's established the pass and run game so evenly like that. It's too difficult. Yeah, they were so balanced, I think, yesterday. I think it just obviously that gets us to half time. The weekend performed. Uh, I didn't watch too much of it. I was making a fair few notes. I think Charlie oh, quite enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I love a bit of the weekend. Love a bit of the weekend. <laughs> but we had Mahomes at half time, nine for 19, 67 yards with a passer rate in a 56.2. He had 33 rush yards as well. He was their leading rusher at oh. that point. Interestingly, as well. Brady, 16 from 20, 80% completion percentage, three touchdowns, first time in NFL yeah. history in Super Bowls that anybody's ever done that. So it kind of sets the tone, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he turned yeah. up, mate. He turned up and the defence did their job stopping the uh, stopping the offence. And like we said, the mental mistakes, man. Just going back to um, the second quarter towards the end, just real quick. You know that when Kansas City are down that much that they're going to lean on Kelsey. They do it week in, week out if they end up behind by more than one possession. And at the second quarter, he'd been held to two catches for 20 yards. Um, Shaq Barrett constantly pressuring Patrick Mahomes, forcing field goals, forcing punts. And then you've got mental mistakes like um, the pass interference call on Breland. Yeah, huge. Um, set, just setting Tampa Bay up. You can't, you can't be doing that and then having your offence eliminated I don't, I'm not sure if any of you guys have the stat, but um, how many attempts at a crossing route that um, Kelsey did? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is, but um, they just eliminated him out of the middle of the field. The linebackers did such a good job. They did. Um, they did. Yeah. Early on as well, not letting them put points up, getting themselves a good healthy lead, and then you've got the safety and cornerback core. Um, Winfield Jr., Carlton Davis, they did such a good job. Um, Eliminating Tyreek Hill as well. I think it started to show as well. Um, you know, I think the Chiefs were surprised to be 
being beaten by as much as they were. And yeah. you start to see a few individuals on the Chiefs side of the ball um, getting a bit agitated. You know, you saw you saw Jones <laughs> going at Jensen, and Jensen would be the worst type of person to play against. I think he's a he's a big, strong centre, yeah. physical centre, and uh, just really rubbing him up the wrong way. And then you obviously had. Matthew going at uh, Brady for some reason. <laughs> yeah, after he just thrown a touchdown, like keep quiet, <laughs> honey badger. That was the one for me. Yeah, um, and obviously the Chiefs. I think obviously I, I think this is everyone could see this coming, but the Chiefs had one of the most unwanted records in Super Bowl history. They got eight penalties in the first half for ninety-five yards. Super Bowl record oh. in the first half. Yeah, I mean you, can, you you cannot win a game with that kind of with those kind of penalties. No, not at all, man. The mental mistakes cost them so, so many yards. And what's worse is the yards led to first downs. You're giving, <laughs> yeah. Mate, you're giving the ball to Tom Brady like that and he's just going to punish you. And I think it was reflected in the score, 21-6 to Tampa Bay at the end of the second yeah. home quarter. And it could have been worse without that goal line stand. It, it could have been, yeah. you know, it could have been 28-6. 20, 20, and, and at yeah. that point, even the power of the Kansas City Chiefs offence, you think it's done. Yeah, Tampa Bay didn't let them have any big plays. The scheme, obviously, by Todd Bowles. I know we we're going to talk about him a bit later, but wow. Yeah, he he could get pressure with four. He was dropping seven into coverage, and he's got Devin White, who might be the fastest linebacker I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, absolute blitz demon, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy to watch. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that was as you said, twenty-one, twenty-one six at half time. I didn't see any way back for Casey at that point. I hoped for one. Yeah, yeah. I did too. To really be honest. From an entertainment perspective, obviously, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. So, as a spectator, I was just watching the game to enjoy it. I, I hoped for a shootout. Yeah. But I couldn't, I could not see Kansas City getting back in re- the two, the too many mental mistakes, the lack of effort, it seemed like from a lot of the receivers. I just couldn't see, couldn't see it happening. Yeah, I think I think to be honest with you, I, I, I wrote something down, and I think we all would have noticed it. The drops. I don't know how many there were, but yeah, oh my no. god, how many times did a Kansas City Chiefs receiver get hit in the hands or hit in a face mask by a perfectly thrown ball by Mahomes as he was running for his life? They got a half a billion dollar man yeah. running for his life in the Super Bowl, and the 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 main people they need to catch, they can't they can't come up with a catch. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Obviously, half time at this point, Chiefs behind the eight ball got to figure something out. What did they do in the third quarter? You think Charlie to try and and get moving? And they came out and they tried to establish the running game with uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and they were doing okay. But again, you talk about um, the two main men on that offense, Hill and Kelsey. They weren't. They just weren't getting any consistency in catching, or you know, um, mm. I thought. Fournette, you know, ran right really all over the Chiefs. He yeah. he's unreal. You know, it begs the question why Jags ever let him go. Really, I know they've got Robinson, who's a good running back, but well, they didn't know they had Robinson at that point. Yeah, they... absolutely. <laughs> Fournette had walked out the door, but nobody else went for Fournette, which was strange. He had a real good year last year. I remember uh, Tubes was loving him in the, in our fantasy league last year. He was getting him a fair few points. <laughs> But no. Tubes is one of our friends, by the way, for anyone listening. Yeah. So we've got a fancy league where there's where was currently eight of us last year. A um, couple more people coming in this year. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll talk about that in future episodes. Fantasy sleepers and stuff like that will be a main focus of the podcast. But yep. yeah, Tubes had him last year, I think, and, and enjoyed his company in his team. Absolutely. 
Um, yeah, Charlie, I agree with what you were saying about um, Clyde edward Teller and Kelsey just moving the chains as much as they can. Um, but then, you've, yeah, you've got Tampa Bay defence again just turning up with the big third down stop um, at the start of the third quarter. Hill and Kelsey just constantly double teamed with the two deep safeties and the linebackers holding the middle of the field, just really eliminating any crossing route, any deep route up um, the sideline, you know, which is what they play. If you look at a lot of their play calling and their schemes, that's how they like to utilise Hill and Kelsey for either a 10 to 15 yard game with Kelsey or the deep ball to Hill. If you eliminate that, there's not much else that they have in their repertoire to um, to get those yards out. Yeah, I think obviously, sawing that obviously we've mentioned it in the third quarter. We've got Kansas City start getting that run game going, and you, and you see it, and you think, oh, that you know they're going to score points here. But at the same time, I bet Tampa Bay was sat on the sideline going, fine, have have four or five yards of carry, yeah, run that puck down for us. You're literally just giving yourself less time to to be able to beat us, and they still didn't get in the end zone even with the the running game and. I mean, I think the main thing, obviously, for Todd Bowles' game plan was they just eliminated any big play. Yeah. There was nothing. I think the biggest play from scrimmage that the Chiefs had all day was a 26-yard run by Clyde edwards Yeah, they shut down their playmakers. But it got to the point early where, you know, the books were expecting a pass play every play. They were down that, that much that quickly. So, yeah. you know... When uh, when Fournette was running the ball well, it opens up all type of play play action passes, which um, Brady utilised. You know, found Gronk a lot. That's Beat what you want to do. And that is one thing um, the Chiefs don't do that often is establish their run. They tend to just bully people with their passing game. And I think you know when you've got a stud like Edwards Hilaire, you've got to start getting him involved a lot earlier in the game, and uh, yeah. and that opens up your playbook a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, especially when you have. Um, second or third options like uh, Sammy Watkins just being an absolute non-factor in the game. You need to establish the run game to relieve some pressure and open up the playbook a bit more as well. Yeah, I think I, I had that written down end of the first half. I said, where's Watkins? Like, yeah. Where's this sort of bigger body receiver? That's what he's in the team for yeah. is those those high point jump balls when like people like Hill are covered because obviously he draws all the attention. Where's Sammy Watkins? Where's your, where's your number two receiver? to sort of get some pressure off you. Yeah, exactly. Just nothing, nothing, but yeah. Yeah, I think if you get him into the game, you take away some of the attention off Hill, you open up... There's only so many people you can cover. Exactly, yeah. Um, I just think he needed to step up a lot more than what he did. Um, Yeah, and especially by the third quarter, did he have a catch? One catch? One. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it just wasn't great for the Kansas City no. offence, to be honest. Watkins isn't a bad receiver, you know. No. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a real yeah, good, first round good receiver. But, um, That's what I'm saying. Where was he? But no no one really grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck apart from Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, you can't, you can't throw it and yeah. catch it for him. Um, yeah. That is one thing uh, I did think throughout the whole game is Patrick Mahomes showed a lot of heart. Um, he's making plays to the end. He, he made one unreal throw in the fourth quarter. And he, the receivers just weren't on yeah. it. For anyone at home who hasn't seen the throw in the fourth quarter, Patrick Mahomes, as he was all day, is running for his absolute life and he is falling down. He's parallel to the floor, completely sideways, and he's managed to throw a perfect ball and literally hit a receiver in the face, dropped. Would have been a touchdown, obviously, probably gets them back in the game and and makes the fourth quarter a bit more interesting. But it seemed yesterday like the only person that knew they were in the Super Bowl and knew what was at stake was Patrick Mahomes. 
Yeah. And you, you, you've got players, you've got players like Hill, Kelsey, Tyron Matthew, and Chris Jones making these mental errors, drops, penalties, shooting themselves in the foot. These are your experienced guys that you need to to drag the rest of your team with you. And Breland as well, one of their top corners, just making errors, penalties. So I think at, at this point, end of the third, Mahomes went over 100 yards passing for the day, and that's the end of the third quarter. <laughs> yeah. Fournette got the touchdown. Uh, Winfield Jr. with the interception. Shaq Barrett yeah. with the sack. Tampa Bay, man, just all over offense, defense, just turning up. Mm-hmm. And then obviously it gets us on to the fourth quarter. Charles, you want to kick us off? Fourth quarter, I just I think we all knew what the result was going to be in the end. You know, as we've already mentioned, Mahomes trying to make a play, running for his life, yeah. extending plays, making unreal throws, and you know it. it, it it's sad to see, really. I thought uh, I thought it was going to be really tight, as you say, shootout, but not to be the case. Um, you know, Jack. Yeah, I just think um, the fourth quarter really was just a reflection of the coverage and pressure from the Tampa Bay defence. Um, Mahomes forced to wait for players to become open. He was forced to make uncomfortable throws. We spoke about his horizontal throw in the fourth quarter. Um, nothing was developing for him. So, yeah, it was tough to watch. But, um, yeah, Tampa Bay's defence, man, turned up in the fourth quarter and really showed that they just eliminated that um, Kansas City offence, which has just been frying teams all year I think as well Jones ran the ball really well for Tampa Bay Um, I've said it just rotational role that he played with Leonard Fournette really really good running back duo for you know for a Super Bowl performance they just kept the offense moving and it was such a varied offense man it was difficult for Kansas City to stop and I think the the score at that point was justified and you can't be making the mental mistakes that um, Kansas City were making um, and Tampa Bay did a good job of forcing the errors and putting points up when they were given the opportunity. Yeah, I think obviously the fourth fourth quarter notes. I don't really have much. Nothing happened. There was no score. It was zero zero in the fourth quarter. But you, you watch that fourth quarter and you've literally watched the whole game. Everything that happened in the three quarters beforehand happened in the fourth. Mahomes couldn't really get anything going. He was almost fighting his own battle against eleven Tampa Bay defenders that knew what it took to win this game. And they had the plan to do it. Um, obviously, you get you get to the end of the game at this point, and and it was kind of just you were waiting for the inevitable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> another another year where Brady lifts the Lombardi. So, uh, and we got there. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? So, yeah, I think on to the obviously thirty-one-nine final. On to next year. Can can Mahomes ever be the goat? Can Mahomes ever catch Brady? Yeah, um, that's the discussion, isn't it? I think unless they have a rematch Tampa Bay Kansas City again in the future that unless Patrick Mahomes just has the best performance of his life completely blows Tampa Bay out I think there's always going to be the question well why didn't he do it in 2021 what Mm. happened obviously he didn't have the best O-line with him yesterday Um, he's slightly injured with his turf toe but I do think that um It's always going to be that little blip on his career now that he couldn't get it done against the big goat. At 43 as well. Tom Brady, 43, you can't beat him. They've gone up against each other twice in the playoffs, AFC Championship a couple of years ago. Yep. Brady comes out on top. At that point, he's, what, 40? And then, again, 43 in the Super Bowl and and Brady takes it home. So, 
I don't know how he ever gets back to that. I think he has to win seven and beat Brady in a rematch to even have a conversation about it. But what do you think, Joe? For me, the door's closed. You know, you say, oh, winning, he's got to win seven. Winning seven Super Bowls is freakish. And we're not going to see anybody as good as Brady in these situations, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, we've got to enjoy it while we can. You know, there's been talk all year about uh, Brady's a system quarterback and, you know, where would he be without Bill? He's taking a Tampa Bay team who have had the lowest winning percentage in all American sports to be Super Bowl champions in a year. He's revolutionised the whole team. He's injected his own mantra and, you know, work ethic into a team that, you know, has been penalised a lot in the past with penalties. They've been riddled with interceptions last year and he's just changed the whole culture there and there's only one guy really who can do it. He's not the most talented guy, but he's the most fierce competitor I think I've ever seen. And, you know, we mentioned it, he went at Matthew and Matthew's a, a real good, a real good safety, but that he needs that. He needs something to get him going and, you know, they gave him yeah. exactly what he needed. Not that he needs any more motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, that that moment took me back to obviously I don't know if you guys saw it I know I know Charlie did the um, Michael Jordan documentary when anyone said anything to him even hello like can I have a coffee he took that personally as soon as Matthew went up to Brady yesterday and started giving him giving him some some talk I mean what are you doing you you poking you're poking a bear there I mean what would you expect Brady's just going to sit there in five years time do a documentary and say I took that personal yeah. And here we are. So, obviously, now Brady has seven Super Bowls, more than any franchise in NFL history on his own. So, he's got, I think, the Steelers and the Pats have six each. Yeah, they do, yeah. It's crazy. Gross. Laughable, <laughs> really. No one will ever catch this guy. I mean, we're, we're blessed to watch him, I think. Yeah. And I do, I, I do hope that Patrick Mahomes can develop his career into something like Tom Brady just because it's fun to watch. Do I think he will? Not sure. Um, I think we'll have to wait and see into what sort of player he develops into going down the line. Obviously, age is a factor. Tom Brady's 43, like we've said, man, he's been playing the game for a long time. And then obviously you need the team as well behind you. So I guess we'll see. But yeah, I think this is a blip on his career now. Yeah, I think it's a a mark that he's going to struggle to get out. Uh, It's one of those where any conversation, I mean, everyone can talk about the greatest of all time, the greatest player. Tom Brady is the greatest leader and greatest winner of all time. He might not be the best pure thrower or quarterback or, or that that kind of player, but he just doesn't lose. Yeah, lose. I agree. Doesn't know how to lose. <laughs> doesn't know how to lose. Remember that Chase Claypool tweet from earlier in the year? <laughs> Losing, never heard of it. They didn't win after. <laughs> it felt like yeah. you have to be careful what you wish for there. But I think, obviously... I've got this stat written down. I think it's important to share. They obviously matched up in week 12 um, and Kansas City kind of blew their doors off first quarter. I think Tyreek Hill had a massive first quarter. It was 17-0 after the first quarter to Kansas. Since then, the seven quarters after the two games, the Bucks were 55-19 to 19 winners yeah. in those seven quarters. Yeah, They lost that game. Bucks were 7-5 and five in week 12. They had their bye week after that and then they didn't lose since. The Kansas City Chiefs did this to the Bucks and then fell to them at the last hurdle. Yeah. Yeah, and I think another good uh, a good point to make is obviously 
Sheldon mentioned, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, half billion pound man. Is that going to have an effect on the books? Are we seeing the books, the books dynasty time period closing? You know, when you're paying a quarterback that much money, um, Chief, sorry, um, when you're paying a quarterback that much money, how can you put continue to put weapons around him? Yeah, um, I think it's going to put a lot of emphasis on their draft. Can they pick up players in free agency on a cheaper deal? The problem is when you pay a quarterback that much money, which he fully deserves, by the way. Um, no doubt. I want to put that out there. I do agree with that. I think he deserves everything he's getting paid. But the problem is when you pay a quarterback that much money, especially in the salary cap era that we're in, you limit the talent that you can put around them. So unless it's a player that can elevate standard talent to elite level play, mm-hmm. you are shooting yourself in the foot. Um, so do I think Patrick Mahomes is that guy? Not sure. Um, he's had elite talent around him. Kelsey, Hill. He's got a good running back behind him now. Um, so I guess we'll see um, if he can turn into that sort of person because his franchise is going to need him to. Yeah, I think obviously the Mahomes contract is structured slightly differently to anything we've ever seen in the NFL. It's percentage of the salary cap, isn't it? Yeah. So depending on how the salary cap rises or falls, he'll get paid different numbers. But whether it helps Kansas City in the long run, I don't know. I think they're going to have to pay some people. They're going to have to let some people go. They've got some tough decisions ahead, but I think they'll be back. Um, I don't think there's any, any doubt in my mind about that, but... Can they be this strong ever again? I don't know. Yeah. And we've got the GOAT who said he's coming back. So Brady's going to be back next year to <laughs> try and go back to back. 44. Let's go, baby. Run it back. <laughs> if he wins eight, oh my God. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I hope he does. I'm not going to lie. I do hope. If he was still in New England, I would be cheering against him with every fibre of my being. But now he's yeah, in Tampa Bay, sure. I kind of feel the same. It's not like he's the the Sith Lord <laughs> anymore in Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Felt like New England with that, that sort of Death Star team that would just roll through everyone. But not anymore. They've got some problems. Obviously, Belichick now is 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 he the one that was is struggling without Brady? I don't think you can really see that. I think that the New England team's in a bit of a, a rebuilding phase. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that breaks down Super Bowl 55, guys. Obviously, thanks for your uh, your time listening. Boys, you got any more points? No, I think that's everything for no, me. I'm good. No, I'd just like to say go Hawks. Russell Wilson, congratulations on what a Payton Man of the Year. We'll see you next time, guys. Episode two coming soon. I hope you enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at Helmets Helmet Podcast UK. Uh, obviously, episode one live on Spotify as soon as we edit it. Catch you next time. Peace.